Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. Welcome to For Your Distraction. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Adam. Sitting across from me, as always, is Scotty. How are we doing today, Scotty? Uh, I've been better, Adam. I've been better. You've been better? Yeah. What's, I, what's wrong? What's well, wrong? you know how we've been talking a lot about 2016, how it ended, and you know all the shit that happened, everybody who died, and all the crap that was going on. And I hear so many people, like, they're very excited that 2016 is over and 2017 starts. And I thought about it, and I'm like, you know, my 2016... It really wasn't that bad. I mean, some shit happens, but it always does. My 2017, Adam, and we're in February now, my 2017 is off to a rough start. No shit. I am not having a good year so far. Thankfully, it's early, so I might be able to turn things around. But just just especially my week, man. My week's been rough. Um, not, not to... To bring our show in on a downer, but this couple days ago, my sister's dog died. No shit. Yes. Yeah, and it, it. I say it's my sister's dog because she got the dog as a puppy for her like tenth birthday. But saying as my sister's dog, it was like the family dog. We all like grew up with it. You know what I mean? So it's a dog that's at your parents' house. They have two dogs, okay. and the older one was, I guess, twelve years old because my sister's twenty-two. Yeah, it just oh, it's sad. just that. Yeah, sad. it's very sad. I was very, I was heartbroken. I'm, and my sister, she's away at Nebraska in gymnastics. She doesn't even know. Like your parents and your mom ta- didn't. Your mom didn't call and be no. like, you know, uh, how you doing, sweetheart? You know, everything going good? How's Nebraska? Oh, by the way, your dog died. Anyway, um, no, that's exactly what she didn't want to do for two reasons. First of all, they wanted to tell her in person. They didn't want to have to tell her over the phone. I mean, she, like, they were best friends. Like, when my sister's home from college, whether it's over Christmas break or the couple weeks she gets off in the summer, like, this dog is her shadow. Like, it sleeps in her bed with her at night. Like, she's very, like, and, and she's in her senior year. She's almost done with school. And she was, she's moving back home. And she was going to be with her dog again. Like, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. So, Scott. And and they also, she had a gymnastics meet this weekend. So they didn't want to tell her before her meet because she'd be so emotional and she'd just, like, mess up. Scott. Yes. Can I ask you something before we continue on with this conversation real quick? Um, so right now, your sister doesn't know that her dog died. Right now, we're recording this, yes. Does she listen to the show? She does, Adam. She does. She does, Adam. So, do you think maybe this is not one of those things we put on the show, given the fact your parents want to tell her in person? No, it'll be okay, because we are recording this show, um, and you're going to release it in a couple days. You're going to do the editing and stuff. Yes. By then, she'll know. Because okay. Because my parents, my parents are in Nebraska now for her gymnastics meet. Okay. And they told me. You can see me, me smiling, because I'm see, like, I see I'm you, like yes. did, you, did you think about this before you started about talking about they it? They are going to tell her, because they're both there, they're in person, they are going to tell her after her gymnastics meets, <clears throat> they're going to break it to her, and, and she's going to be very sad, she's going to be heartbroken. I'm sad. I was very sad about it. So that's, that, a, that's a hard thing. That's yeah, a very hard thing. Yeah. So that's, that sucks. That, that's one thing that happened today. And then my grandfather, 
who is 92 years old. Um, he was in the hospital a few weeks back. He had a blood clot in his leg. He had to go in for surgery. They had to put like a stent in his leg to get the blood clot out. So he did that. And he was in the hospital for a few days and he came home. He was only home a couple of days and he fell because his leg like, wasn't 100% yet. So he had to go back to the hospital. He's been in the hospital for a few more days. And now he has to go into a nursing home for like six weeks to do rehab to see if he gets strong enough to ever come out of the nursing home. So that sucks. And, and I've been you're, really you're sad about that. Grandfather's like a warrior too. Like he literally was, is a warrior. Like he, he was, was he was a D Day. He was a he was a World War II veteran. He always his, I wanted to get him on the show actually and talk about some of his freaking World War II stories. That would be amazing. Stories. I would love no, that. No, he I'm he always tells some great stories. He goes he goes I, I killed more Krauts than you could shake a stick at. It's one of his famous <laughs> quotes. He's killed more German Nazis than the regular human being. He, he's like, I've seen more planes blown out of the sky. Oh, his stories, his stories are fantastic. The fact that he's so nonchalant about taking another human being's life is he like? Is he like one of those like war veterans that's like that like thinks about it and you can see like a long look in his face and he's like. You know, he's reminiscing and he feels like he actually feels for it. Or is he like one of those war veterans like, oh, yeah, I, I fucking blew his head off. Like The latter. The yes, latter? Yes. Okay. He, so he, he didn't have any PTSD he, or anything? No, absolutely not. Like, he, he talks about his time in the war with fond, fond memories. Like, he's like, I got to see the world. I was in South Africa and Italy and France and England and all. Like, back then, the regular human being doesn't get to see all those places. He was there fighting, like, and he was on his way. He didn't just see him. He fought him. He was on his way to Japan when they dropped the bomb and ended the war. So he never made it into the Pacific Theater. He fought, he fought in the European Theater. So, but man, he, he's got some, he's got some tales. So he's, his health is not so great right now. I That's mean, unfortunate. Yeah, it is. It is. And he's like my best friend too. Like he. He and I are very close. So people let me tell you about my best friend. Yeah, like you ain't kidding. You ain't kidding. So needless to say, Adam, I've had a crummy week. Not to mention Donald Trump is our president. So that's just always there. It's always there. Twenty seventeen needs to get better for me. Speaking of Donald Trump, I'm gonna bring this up real quick, okay? So we can bring this up and we can just get out of the way early on. I don't know if you've heard of this. First of all, you never listened to the inauguration speech that Donald Trump gave. I'm boycotting it. You boycott. That's fine. The hashtag not my inauguration. You're you're gonna listen to part of it. <laughs> you're gonna listen to a small part of it right now, and there's a reason why. Um, somebody recently put these two like compare. They compared it side by side. Um, how very similar a certain part of Donald Trump's speech is to Bane from mm. Batman. I don't know if you caught that. Um, I'm going to play it a little bit for you. Let me, let me see if you can catch this. If anybody has never seen the uh, Batman Dark Knight Rises, Bane is the villain. And he is giving a speech in front of uh, <clears throat> the jail, the prison, where all the criminals are at. Uh, I think it's, he's also in front of the precinct. I think the police... It was actually in Pittsburgh. Yeah. It was filmed in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And he's giving it was the a... Allegheny County Courthouse, I believe. It was something like that. And he was he's giving a speech to the people, you know, you know, uh, to the citizens, to the base of the criminals. The citizens of he's... Gotham. Yeah, he's, it's the right. criminals is what he's really talking to. But let me play a bit of this right here. And you'll here. be able to post a link to this on our social media. Oh, yeah. so it's people... on okay. if you if you look up on YouTube, 
Trump versus Bain inauguration speech, you can uh, you can see it right there. But here's here is uh, our president Donald Trump once again. Can't believe I've said those words. From one administration to another, or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington D.C. and giving it back to you, the people. And we give it back to you. <laughs> that's that's basically it but that's enough for me to be like is this bane now there's like, more too I, I watched the clip and there's more there's there's a little bit more they're not saying exactly the same thing but they're basically saying the same thing but it's that was eerie. like line for line it's what eerie. it is and i'm and i saw that and i'm like oh my god like seriously yeah like i said we'll have you post the links to our Facebook and our Twitter. So if you're on Facebook, search for For Your Distraction, like us on there. Follow us on Twitter, For Your Distraction. Tweet us at Podcast FYD. We'll post links to that. I thought it was pretty funny. It I, is. I, I watched it too. I like that. So you guys need to watch that so you know what Adam's talking about. I don't like talking about Trump. I say I don't want to do it. You know what? Here's he what... gives us so much material. That's, that's what I'm going to say. I'm happy to talk about Trump if it's really funny. Like, that's, that's funny. So, it's that's, that's a good we, laugh. We get a lot of material from this guy. And actually, I'm going to bring up, I, I don't know if we'll, we'll put a picture of this up, too. I'm holding a teddy bear. That's right. A teddy bear. He's got a turquoise t-shirt on that says Trump, Trump Plaza. And there's a funny story behind this. Because that existed. Yeah. There's a funny story. So, my parents, they are, uh, they're moving. They're going to downsize because... Myself and both of my sisters, we don't live there anymore, so they have this big house. If you're in the market for a house in West Middlesex, Pennsylvania, I know a good uh, five-bedroom, five-bath, eight-and-a-half acres of land if you're interested. It's a really so, nice house. Yes. They want to downsize. They want something small. Not my, cheap. Not cheap, but yeah. really nice. My mother has an affinity for teddy bears. Always has. From the time she was a teenager. She collects teddy bears and stuffed animals. So when she goes places, she gets teddy bears like almost as a souvenir a lot of time not always but a lot of times so because she's moving they're trying to downsize she's going through some of her crap that she doesn't need anymore and get rid of it she gave a bunch of her teddy bears to my girls and she was going through and she found this teddy bear that has a trump t-shirt on and my mother hates donald trump so she's like oh, i'm throwing this one away so i snatched it up <laughs> i did i said you know i hate the guy too but you can't take away the history and plus on the T-shirt, it says Trump Plaza Hotel Casino Atlantic City. Apparently, my parents went to Atlantic City, and they stayed in the Trump Plaza Hotel and uh, have this teddy bear to show for it. So the teddy bear is now going to be a staple here in our FYD studio, so we can always look at it and remind us of, of that tangerine nightmare that is the leader of the free world. Do you wonder if that'll ever be worth any type of money someday? Because Trump Plaza doesn't exist anymore. Trump Plaza doesn't and exist anymore. And Trump yeah. is now a historical figure that in 50 years, he's going to be in history. <laughs> <laughs> straight face. Say it straight face. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. <laughs> like, he's going to be in history books. Yeah. So I wonder if that's ever going to be like money. I just, I just hope we're all still alive in 50 years. Let's be honest. I mean... Good God. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the bear will be worth something. Maybe. 
You gotta put like an orange toupee on his head or something like that. Orange I'm gonna roll. get him a red trucker hat. It says "Make America Great Again." Like cock it to the side. <clears throat> so we'll we'll put pictures of the bear. We'll do a contest. We'll do the name the bear contest. So. If you guys want to name the bear, and we'll put pictures up. So send us a message on social media or email us for your distraction at gmail.com. Let's think of a great name for this lovely Let's Trump Let's make names bear. great again, shall Let's we? Let's do it. Let's do it. Scott, I got a fact check. Oh, fact check. Fact check. Before we get into the beer of the show, mm-hmm. I got to do a couple fact checks real quick. I fact checked uh, mainly myself, I guess it would be not so much us, but me. Um... For starters, we didn't know whether ninjas were Chinese or Japanese. We were a little confused in that point. I don't know why. It seems like a dumb thing to be confused about. I mean, but... I think I said they were Japanese on the program. Did you? I'm pretty sure I did. Okay, well, what, okay. according to <laughs> Wikipedia, uh, a ninja, or shinobi, was a covert agent or mercenary in feudal Japan. The functions of the ninja included espionage, sabotage, infiltration, assassination, and guerrilla warfare. I used to watch a lot of kung fu films and listen to a lot of Wu-Tang Clan music. So I knew so that. that makes you... That makes, a, that makes me that a, makes you an expert a ma- You should have a master's degree in Jap- Japanese go. history. Though. I mean, yeah. So This is Donald Trump's America, so that makes me an expert. There you go. So, um, the other fact check, we were talking about Vikings. Remember we were talking about Vikings a couple yeah, episodes ago? Yeah. Um, we were discussing it. We both said we had a, we had a great joy for the show. It was a good show. Um, we weren't talking about the same show, Scott. I was talking about another show. Oh, you were? Yeah, it was my fault. I, I, this is another show. Very good show. I've only seen the first episode of. And because it deals with, with some Viking aspects, I, I got the show's confused when we were talking about it. Um, I was talking about The Last Kingdom. That's what I was I've talking about. I've never even about. heard of that, Adam. It's on Netflix right now. I don't know where else it aired. It's a really good show. Really good show. Um, but yeah, we were talking about two different shows. So. Oh. Well, that's I embarrassing. Gave, I gave you the play-by-play of episode one of The yeah. Last Kingdom and not Vikings. So. Oh. My well, bad. Well, The Vikings is on the History Channel. Yeah. And like I, like I said before, I haven't watched it other than the one episode. And it looked pretty cool. It looks like something that... <laughs> You might have to get invested in it. Oh yeah. But uh, and I'm not willing to to jump off that cliff yet. So, but it looked really entertaining, and uh, my father likes it a lot. So, hey, whatever that works too. So Adam, Scotty, beer of the show. Beer of the show. I, I got the beer of the show today, and actually, it's it. We got it in a growler here. And it's in a growler from Stone Church, which is one of our favorite places. But it's not Stone Church beer. No? No, it's not. That's almost blasphemy, then, to be in that growler. It's actually one of their competitors. It is from the Brutus Brewing Company in Sharon, Even more of a blasphemy, sir! I like beer, so I'm not gonna... I... Whatever. I only had Stone Church growler, so I filled it up with Brutus beer. This beer is called the Snake Hips. The snake hips. Snake hips. Yes. It is. Do snakes have hips? No, they don't. Okay. Or at least I assume they don't. Yeah. Um, Do birds have teeth? We talked about that before. Yes. Okay. All right. So we've had a Brutus beer on the show before. We did their uh, pumpkin, their Jeepers Creepers pumpkin <clears throat> ale. This one is called a Belgium Double. That's what they call it. It's called the Snake Hips Belgium Double. 
So, I want to know what you think about it. Um, I'll let you go first. You can take a sample of it. Okay. Um, it's it's sweet. It's a sweet brown ale. It's flavored with it says plum and raisin, plum and raisin flavored to give it a sweetness. Um, I like plums. I like raisins. I don't love either. So hearing that kind of like, oh, that might be a funky flavor. But you're not really getting that flavor as much as you're just getting the sweetness from it. You're getting a lot of sweetness from what I taste. I definitely don't taste plums or raisins. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little hint of raisin. But, um, yeah, it's it's a it's not a dark beer. It's a fairly light beer. You can pretty much see right through it. Um, doesn't sit at the bottom of your stomach. It's like an amber so, color. Yeah. So that, that's... That's good. It doesn't. It doesn't sit with you all the all night long. But it's okay. It's not a great beer. It's a good beer. Though. Have you ever had a great beer, Adam? I have had a great beer, Scott. The okay. great beer that I've had once, <laughs> so many years ago. See, every beer on the show, you're just like, I mean, it's okay. It's not great. It's not bad. It's not. It, I'm gonna look, give it right. three point five. This beer doesn't <laughs> do have, and this is the this is the term that I use all the time. It doesn't have the wow factor. It doesn't seem to have a wow factor for me. It's a plain, very plain beer. It's not a bad beer. It's a good beer, but you don't it's care just, for the flavor of it. If I if I'm gonna say I love this beer, I love this beer. I it's got to be something that's gonna hit me. It's gonna hit me. It's gonna be like, oh wow, that's that's different. That's unique. That's good. Like. If it's just like a plain beer, like this tastes like any generic beer I could get at, you know, the bar or something like that, you know. That's kind of how it tastes to me. So it doesn't mean it's a bad beer. It's a good beer to, you know, casually drink, but like there's no there's no punch. There's no wow factor for me of that one. Um, I would give it a three. That's what I would give it. A middle of the road average score. Like I said, no wow factor, but it's still a good beer. Three. Three out of five. I thought you would like it more. I didn't think I was going to get a five out of you because that's that's impossible. But I thought you would like it more. It kind of, it it has a sweet you you're a sweet beer fan. Yeah, and I definitely think this is a sweet beer. I agree. I don't taste the plum or raisin flavor, but I do definitely it hits you with the sweetness. Um, light bodied but amber in color. I think it's very. This is my problem with Brutus's beers. And I like Brutus's beers. I like them a lot. But every time I have them, other than they had they had one IPA that I loved. I adored. They didn't have it today. I was going to bring it, even though you don't like IPAs, because it was like my favorite. They didn't have it today. Their beers, I feel, are really, really watery. It, you can kind of taste a little bit, yeah. I like... think it's very watery. And, and I've heard from some people that <laughs> some people say water is the number one most important ingredient in beer. Other people say no, it's the hops. The hops are the number one most in- important ingredient. Where is lackey when you need it? Yeah, I mean, it just depends on the brewer, I suppose. But Brutus is definitely high on their water. They they have a filtration water system in their brewery. They put in like like Bobby Boucher, grade A, number one water into their beer, which is good. Don't get me wrong, that's good. But it tastes watery to me. It does. It tastes watery to me. And that's going to lose some points. Um, but I like it. I enjoy it. I think this is a beer 
because it's not heavy bodied and it is watery and it still is sweet so it has a good flavor i think we could put this down i mean i have a growler oh yeah it's gonna be gone with the two of us i'm gonna give it a 3.5 3.5 give it a 3.5 right in the middle of the road i guess it's okay it's okay but i'm i'm agreeing with you on the whole missing the wow factor thing yeah yeah let me tell you about a beer I had years ago that would have probably gotten its perfect five. Well, why score don't you for me. get it and bring it on the show? Because I don't know where to find it. That's why. I had it at a bar one time, and it was a microbrew. It was a beer that tasted like a Tootsie Pop. You know, like a cherry Tootsie Pop? It tasted exactly. So you drink the beer, it's like, oh, that's beer. It's like, oh, wait a minute, that's also a cherry Tootsie Pop. It had that unique. It wasn't heavy. It wasn't didn't hit me. You know, it, it wasn't, you know, didn't sit in the bottom of my stomach. You know, it had a unique taste. It had a unique flavor. It was, it was one of the more unique beers I've ever had. So that probably would have given, gotten 4.5 to 5 out of me. You That's don't the kind remember of beer. the name of it? No, this was years ago. Do you remember what bar you had it at? I do. Um, but the bartender that served me that beer doesn't work there anymore. But ask a different bartender. I mean, can't score if you don't shoot. Hey, you know what else is another great tool? The internet. True. Have you tried Googling Tootsie Pop flavored beer? I bet, I bet you can find maybe not that one, but a similar one. I'm sure I could. I've I've never been that motivated to sit there and be like, you know, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go search in the mountains and under the oceans to find this beer, but that's the kind of beer that I'm talking about that would get me a perfect five. Like that's I've I've almost had it a few times on the show. There's been a few times where we've had it some unique beers that have been really good, but that's 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 my five. So if you're listening and you know of a Tootsie Pop beer for Adam Send us a message. Let us know what it is so we can find this beer. Because right now, it's not just me. It's all of you. All of our listeners. Our goal is to find a beer. To find a way to get Adam a five. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. If we don't all die in a Trump atomic war. There you go again. There you go again, sir. You bring it up. So, Scott. Yes. Let me ask you this. How do you feel about remakes and reboots? Sequels of old movies, things like that. Um, I have an open mind. I used to be more against the reboot, especially if it was a classic film that I loved. But in my old age, I've, I'm okay with it now. I'm okay with it. We've got a sequel that's going to be coming... Who knows when? I don't think there's a date set for it. They haven't even started shooting it. It's kind of like in the works. They're doing a new Predator movie. Oh, yeah? It's not supposed to be a reboot, but there have been rumors floating around that it's a possibility for a reboot. I guess the guy's name is Shane Black. Um, I don't know the man personally or by reputation, but apparently he's supposed to be doing the new Predator movie. And there's some changes he's going to be making to, like, I guess the way the Predator looks. Like, not the design of the alien, but, like, the armor and, like, the outfit and stuff. Like, like the Predator uh, armor and the outfit that you put on the Predator alien has been pretty, pretty similar. And I guess he's trying to make some changes there. But what do you think about a new, new Predator movie? I'm okay with it. 
I'm okay with it. I uh, actually just watched Predator 2 on television a few days back. That's the one with Danny Glover. Yeah. Where the Predator's actually in the city. Yeah. That one was forgettable. Uh, the original's so much better. You know, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I've never seen a Predator movie all the way through. Really? No, I've seen most of many of the first one and most of the second one, but I've never watched any either of those two all the way through. I've seen Alien vs. Predator, so if that counts, but... Yeah. Um, the original's great. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, Jesse Ventura, where they're in the jungle, they're like the commandos that come across it. Yeah. I like that film. That film's good, but... Uh, the second one was eh. Which um, one was the one where they kidnapped all those mercenaries and warriors and they brought them to like a planet or something like that to fight off the Predator? Like the Predator was hunting them down. Was that was that like, did they do a Predator 3? I think you're talking about the movie Predators. Predators. I don't, like I said, I don't know the Predators. name. Predators. Um. Yeah, they they pull like a whole alien aliens type deal because yeah. that's the same universe. Yeah, because they have the alien AVP and then the the seat AVPR or whatever it was. Um, yeah, that was the one. It came out in twenty ten. Had like Adrian Brody. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, looking at it right now. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking of. Did you did you see that one? No, no. no I've only seen I've only seen Predator and Predator Two. And I believe I saw part of... Were there two Alien vs. Predators? I think so. The first one was like rated PG-13. And that made a whole bunch of fanboys angry. And then they came out but with the second rightly one. Rightly so. They came out with the second one and it was rated R. And I heard people that were very happy that they found... But I saw part of the one where they kind of give the backstory. Which I thought was kind of silly that... The predator alien themselves are just like this hunting race. So they like genetically created the alien from Alien. Yeah. To be like a formidable foe to like fight. I kind of didn't like that. That was like the concept of Alien versus Predator, the first one. That was kind of yeah. the concept where you kind of learn that a little bit. Yeah. And the second one, I think, I don't, I don't, I never saw the second never saw the second Alien vs. Predator. I didn't either. So. I'm not a huge fan. You love the Alien movies. Oh, so good. You're a huge fan of the Alien movies. There's a new one of those coming out, too. And I can't wait for that one. That, that, oh, that, that is so good. It gets going, from what I understand, they're trying to retcon uh, out the, everything after Alien 3, from what I understand. Like, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to retcon out all that bullshit that happened after that. Uh, those very Ripley unfortunate clone, films. yeah, those, 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 all those unfortunate ones, and basically pick up where everything was left off after Aliens. That's what I've heard. So, well, okay, but now with a new Alien film in the works and a new Predator film in the works, are they going to be the same universe? Is there going to be some crossovers? I with can't, the... I can't imagine they want to do that. If they're if they're trying to retcon out all those movies, I imagine. Alien vs. Predator is one of those movies they want to retcon out. They want to be like, no, you do your thing. We're going to do our thing. Just because we're both aliens, we don't need to exist in the same universe. Go go do your shit, okay? So, I would imagine no would be the answer to that question. 
we got another movie that's going to be not in the works, not hasn't even started production, hasn't even started writing yet, but we got another movie that we can see in the far off future, a new Terminator movie. Oh, a new Terminator movie. Do you want to know why? In 2019, James Cameron gets the rights back to Terminator. Why does it take that long? Because that's how long, what was it? Was it Fox or whatever? That uh, has the rights to it. That's that's what they signed off on. They had it up until that point, and then after that, they lose the rights to it, and it goes back to James Cameron. So now that he's going to be able to get the rights back to Terminator, we can forget all these Terminator 3s, Terminator Genesis, Terminator Salvations. The Sarah Connor Chronicles. The Sarah Con- yeah, we can forget all <laughs> this stuff. We can forget about all these other ones, and we can finally get back to a, the man that envisioned Terminator. All right? He's actually in talks with uh, Tim Miller to direct it, the one that did Deadpool. So that they're actually talking about those two working together. And there's a chance, the rumor is, it might be a reboot. Might be a reboot. Be I don't reboot. know if it's going to be in the same vein of what they're trying to do with Alien, where it's like everything after Terminator, everything Terminator 3 and Everything on, after gonna... Judgment Day can go away. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be like that. Salvation was entertaining. But not good. But not good. So everything after Judgment Day can all go by. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, they haven't even said anything yet about that. Like, they're basically like, this is what we want to do. We want to make a new Terminator movie. James Cameron, he's all he's all in for it. Even though he's got like 50 Avatar movies that he needs to do. Well, right now, that's what I was just going to bring up next. How he has time for a Terminator franchise when he is all in invested and Disney, Disney is throwing money his way for the Avatar. And right now, he's working on, he's doing what a lot of films do. Avatar 2 and 3 are being filmed together simultaneously. Oh, shit. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. So, uh, yeah, a lot of films do that. A lot of films. The success of Avatar, which was enormous, the highest grossing film of all time, yeah. Avatar, so you knew there was going to be a sequel, but those they're so in depth. It takes a lot to do those films. Oh yeah. So he's going. He's he, well. He, granted, James Cameron's not going to be directing the new Terminator movie. Like I said, it's going to be it's right. going to be the Tim Miller. Tim Miller. The with after the success of Deadpool, I know you didn't like it, and that's fine. But it was for the most part an overarching success that this young director uh, did with Deadpool. So now he's been pulled to do, or in talks at least, to do this new Terminator. Well, that's fine. That's how fine. would you how would you feel about a hard reboot of the series? Like I'm talking like a hard reboot of like even get rid of Judgment Day and the first one and be like we're just going to start over and do something different. Well, you can't get rid of them. You know what I mean. I, I, I know what you mean. Yes. Um, the old me, the old Scotty Mo, would have been dead set against that because I don't want to lose Terminator and Terminator Two. I would have said. Start after Terminator 2 and reboot that. But now I'm more open-minded. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I I'm with, I'm normally be with old Scotty about that. Mm-hmm. But if James Cameron's going to put his name behind it, that's what makes me think like, okay, maybe maybe something. For it. Like I said, it's just a rumor. They don't even know what they're going to be doing. It's going to be 2019 before they even start doing anything with it. So who knows what if they're going to reboot it? If they're going to try to do try to fix what's going on in the universe. I don't know how you would do that, but it's 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 all a jumbled mess at this point after Genesis. So 
You I loved Genesis. Oh, I loved it. It was one of the greatest movies of all time ever. Um, better than Star Wars. I all hear of sarcasm on there. Terrible amounts of sarcasm. So, it's horrible. Terrible. So yeah, I, I, James Cameron is completely preoccupied with Avatar. When Disney's throwing Disney money at you to get the to get Avatar out there, he's gonna do that. But I see what you're saying. He's gonna have his fingerprints on the Terminator. Oh yeah. His finger it's a lot like it's a lot like JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams rebooted Everything he touches turns to gold. It does. So. It does. It does. But he rebooted the, the Star Trek films. And I've said before, they were good. I love the way that they were able to reboot Star Trek without taking away the whole time continuum thing. You know, yeah. they did that. I really like how JJ did that. And I was okay. A lot of Star a lot of Star Trek fans are not okay with that. But I was. So Disney was apparently impressed. So they throw Disney money at JJ to come reboot not reboot, but make the new Star Wars. So he did that. He took that money and he did Star Wars. But when you watch the new Star Treks, you still see the bad robot logo come up for JJ's yeah. production company. He may not be directing. I believe Simon Pegg directed the last one. I think he might be directing the next one too. JJ's fingerprints are still all over Star Trek, even though he's concentrating on Star Wars. Same thing with well, he's not doing same the new Star Wars. He's not really a part of the new Star Wars movie. But he set the floor work down. Yeah. He, it's, it's, and again, he's going to be involved. You're going to see, like you saw in the opening credits, you see the Lucasfilm logo come up. You see the Bad Robot logo come up. Then you see the Walt Disney logo come up with the castle and the thing. You too see, many logos. Too many fucking logos. Just start the movie. You got start all, the movie. All three of those are studios are important, involved in it. So... That's what I... I'm just using that as a comparison. I think yeah. that's what's going to happen with James Cameron. I think it's going to be the same way. Another man that whatever he touches turns to gold. He's not a man that does... He doesn't do a lot, but everything he does, just he knocks it out of the park. I mean, the the top two highest grossing films of all time, number one is Avatar, and number two is Titanic. They're both James Cameron films. So the guy's doing something right. I picture him as Scrooge McDuck. Jumping into his giant <laughs> money bin. I mean, that guy's got a lot of cash. Oh, yeah. So, speaking of movies that are, like, similar, like we said, the Alien and Predator films, kind of along those lines, I was thinking about it, Adam. What do you know about twin movies? Twin movies. Are they movies and then a sequel? Are they they're movies in, within a movie? They're interesting. Like movieception? <laughs> They're interesting because it happens quite frequently, more frequently than I thought. They're movies that come out that the same year or very close, a rival studio puts out damn near the same exact fucking movie. I know exactly it what you're talking about. It happens all the damn time. I was sitting here thinking about it. So I started just, didn't Google anything, just started going off, like thinking about it. And then I checked the dates to make sure my dates were correct, and, and they, which they were. So I rattled off a few twin movies that I wanted to bring up. Maybe we'll see which one we liked more than the other one. If we've seen them. If we've seen them. Some of them I haven't seen. But the first one I thought of, being the Disney fan that I am, in 1998, two movies came out that year. 
One was Disney's A Bug's Life. The other one was the movie called Ants with a Z. Yeah, I remember those. With, like Sheets with a Z. You, I saw both of those films. Have you seen those? Yeah, I do. I absolutely. I loved them. Loved them. They're like the same film. Kind of. Yeah. I prefer A Bug's Life. You prefer A Bug's Life? But that's the Disney in me. Yeah, that's the Disney in you. I don't know which one I prefer. I kind of like. I kind of liked Ants. Like there was that there was that whole gritty thing with the ants going to war with the Beatles and stuff like that. It was it was more adult oriented, I guess. It was. Is what you would say ants was much more adult oriented than. A so bug's that life. might be why I kind of like it a little bit more, but it doesn't take any away anything away from a bug's life. Yeah. Because um, in a bug's life, the ants went to war with the grasshoppers. Like again, it's like the same fucking film. Yeah, it's except kinda... you didn't see like head or bodiless ants that are talking to like just you know head ants and stuff like. Yeah. Um, I'd probably prefer Ants okay. over that. I thought there was more of a story there than there was in A Bug's Life, for the most part. Like, I think I there was one too many ladybug jokes from that one character for me to be like, alright, we get it, we get it. This Lady- is totally sexist. Ladybug <laughs> guy, I get it. Move on. So another one I got for you. This one is another kid-oriented film. 1995. We're going back to 95. That was a lovely sound. Popping open the growler. So, 95 was the year of the pig, Adam. The year of the pig. Two, and these were both nominated for Oscars. That's how good these films were. One was a Disney film, one was not. And they, I'm speaking of the movie Babe and the movie Gordy. That is right. Yeah, I yes. forgot about Gordy. Like the same movie. And they came out, both came out in 1995. Gordy was the Disney film. Babe, I, I don't remember the studio that did Babe. but did Babe, hands down. Hands down, Babe. I agree. I like Babe. Hand over hand, babe. I, And I'm a Disney guy, so I should pick Gordy. But I, I prefer, I like the movie Babe more than I like Gordy. Although I believe Gordy beat Babe and won the Oscar. Really? I think How, so. That's blasphemy. I could be wrong on that. That, that could be a fat check for later. That'll show, do but... pig. Like, seriously. That'll do pig. All right. Now I'm getting into some good ones. I'm getting into some good ones here. Back to 1998. Boy, that was a twin movie year. I saw both of these movies in the movie theater this year. I think I know exactly which ones I you're saw... going to talk about. I'm talking about the movie Armageddon mm-hmm. and the movie Deep Impact. Like the same film. They are basically the same film. Like the same film. Like the only the only major difference between those two films, spoilers, if you've never seen those movies, Armageddon they save the day, Deep Impact, that that shit hits the earth. Yeah, they like get that fucked. Hit, and kills a lot of people. They get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which like, one do you like better? Armageddon. Me too. I gotta go Armageddon. Me too. I mean, just just you know, Aerosmith, the music, and they're just so emotional. And yep. Bruce Willis, the sacrifice at the end of that movie. Like, I love you, Harry. It gets, oh my god! It gets, every time. It gets me every time. Ben just, Affleck. Oh man, great. Not even, not even just that. Just the the final conversation he has with his yes. daughter. Like at that point, I'm just like, oh, just, just, yep. could could you blow it up, please, and just be done with it now? Like seriously. Man, I, I could stay awake just to hear you breathe in. <laughs> All right, another great one. Another great one. We're, we're in the ninety-seven, nineteen ninety-seven. Oh, we're going back in time. We're going back. Again. Came out the same year. 
the movie Dante's Peak and the movie Volcano. Same year, right. Adam. Both about volcanoes. Which one was Tommy Lee Jones? That was Volcano, Volcano right? was Tommy Lee That's Jones. That's right, okay. Dante's Peak was Pierce Brosnan. Right. Um, you know, I don't remember watching Dante's Peak. I, I know Volcano like the back of my freaking hand, but I'm trying to think Dante's Peak. Which one had the old granny that... Went in the lake and yeah. her legs burn up? Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. Okay, Dante's I did, I did yeah. see it. Um... Not gonna lie to you, I don't feel like she needed to sacrifice herself to do that. She really but, didn't. She really didn't. <laughs> she really didn't. I feel like she was just trying to be a martyr, be like, you like you owe me a story, like you owe my story to all your kids from now on in the future. Yeah. So I'm doing this right now. There yeah. was the there was a scene, I think it was Volcano, where the it was the subway and the lava was, you know, flowing underneath the subway car, and there was the dude that was saving the what well, who is he saving? It was an old lady or a young kid. I can't remember which one. Well, was. I don't remember. I I actually watched Dante's Peak not that long ago. It's been years <laughs> since I've seen Volcano. Yeah. Um. Well, he did the, the thing. I think it's actually like a person that was just passed out. I don't think it was anybody in particular. But he, the dude, sacrificed himself by jumping in the lava and tossing this person over lava to the I think people. It was a boy. I think it was a kid. Not was it a kid? Yeah, I think so. Um. Yeah. He didn't need to die either. Like, let, first of all, lava doesn't will not melt you like that. That's not how, that's not how physics work. It, you burn, you, right? You, you burn. You don't melt. That's not how that works. But if you're stuck in lava like that, you think you throw them forward. If you're gonna die anyway, take the chance to take like one quick step and leap yourself over there too. Like the lava wasn't like if you're able to th- throw the kid, you can probably you know toss yourself over there I too. Mean, we learned that playing Mario three, like the. <laughs> liquid <Yeah>. hot magma <laughs> another another worthless death right? <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> sorry right. got a couple more got a couple more we're gonna go way forward in, in time here 2013 Ayo. movie white house down and olympus has fallen adam they're the same movie literally the, they're the same, same movie movie yes. i saw both those commercials i was like why like pick one whichever one has morgan freeman in it do that one and then forget about the other one because it's morgan freeman so i don't know jamie fox is the other one morgan freeman jamie fox morgan freeman every time channing tatum listen morgan okay. freeman's voice his so you're voice. picking olympus has fallen and i'm picking white house down yeah. is what we sound like okay. basically yeah okay okay a couple more year 2000 Mission to Mars and Red Planets. Didn't see either one of those. Didn't ones. see either one. I've Didn't seen see both. Either of one them. of those. Didn't bother with it. Same movie. So if you see one, you see them both. These are two really good movies. They both came out in 2006. I'm speaking of The Illusionist and Prestige. Yes, I love both those movies. Yes, they're, they're very similar. Very and... similar, not the same. No, I didn't say the same movie. I, I like them both a lot. Very though. similar. There's an amazing twist in the Hugh Jackman the one. Prestige. The Prestige yeah. that I love so much at the end The Illusionist was Edward Norton. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Trying to get there's somebody, st- somebody st- similar, I get them mixed up. Somebody stole my copy of Illusionist when I went to college, I think. Sons of bitches. I brought I brought like my I didn't bring like all my DVDs, but I brought like a, a nice nice hefty stack when I went up to college so I could have some movies to watch. And I would come home like every weekend to work and then I would go back up. And then when I moved out and I was got home and I was putting my movies away, I realized 
my copy of The Illusionist is gone. Like, where is it? So, so you only lost the one. I lost the one. See, I lost... I had one of those CD booklets that I kept DVDs in. Because it's to, to transport the, plast, the plastic case, you know. It's easier to get them in one of those books. I had an entire book stolen. An entire an book? An entire of book of DVDs. Oh, my God. I was very, I was very unhappy. I would that. have been livid, and yeah. I would have burned that college to the ground. <laughs> they, stole my, they stole my movies. All right, here's a couple more. Um, and then I'll let you... I'm sure you have a couple, too. I, a few, look, okay. I, 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 I looked something up on the internet. Right. I got a few. Now, here's... To, I bet... See, I've told you a guilty pleasure of mine is rom-coms. Oh, yeah. I like the romantic comedy film. And there's two romantic comedies that came out the same year. Hey, that's the same movie. Same movie, okay? Oi! 2011. Oi, yeah. 2011, we have the movie Friends with Benefits. And yes. no strings attached. Yes. Yeah. The, the one had uh, Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis. The other one had Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman. And here's a little movie link game. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, who were in different movies, are now married, married yeah, in real life. Married. Yeah. So there you go. they like been together since like that 70s show, I think. Off and on, yeah. So, yeah, that's that the exact, literally, literally the same movie, just yeah. different actors. Yeah. Okay, and now here's some. Okay, these are go with me now. You gotta, you gotta go with me here. On let me take ones. you. Okay. Let me take you on an adventure. For go a with second. me. These ones are. I'm thinking outside the box here. Now these two movies both came out in the year 1999, and I saw both of them. Why two K? Saw both of these in the movie theater, and I think they like overlapped in the movie theater, which is even more interesting. They're not really the same movie, but kind of the same like thriller style. I'm talking about the movie Lake Placid and the movie Deep Blue Sea. Same time. Very, very, very similar. One's an alligator, one's a shark. It, you know what? They're both about giant animals fucking up a bunch of people. Exactly. So I wanted to bring that one up. I think I like Deep Blue Sea better. Yeah, me too. Okay. All right. Now, these ones are very similar. Alligator ain't beating a shark. Are you kidding me? Throw those two in a pool and see what Wait happens. Wait a second here. Wait a second, Adam. Alligator versus shark. Yeah, shark wins every time. What kind of shark? Great white. What about crocodile versus shark? Hammerhead. Hammerhead shark versus saltwater crocodile. Who wins? Uh, shark. shark. Shark still? Hammerhead, you know, beats him down is what he does. Uh, okay. It's, look, the shark is the hammer. The, out, the crocodile is the nail. Hammer beats the nail every time. So you know, one of these movies came out in '97. The other one came out in '98. One was like later '97, yeah. early '98. They're very similar, but this is kind of a go with me here. James Bond, Goldeneye, and Mission Impossible One. Now I know what you're going to say. There's been tons of James Bond movies, but there wasn't any for a long, long time. Goldeneye was kind of like the renaissance of that series. It was the first Pierce Brosnan, again, began with Pierce Brosnan. It was the first one with him, and I feel Mission Impossible is already established. It was a television sh- series, and they came it out was the a same fir- time. It was the first Mission Impossible? Yes, Tom Cruise. First one. I get Very similar. I can understand why yeah. you make that argument. Understandable. I just have a really hard time comparing those two movies because James Bond is James Bond. Mission Impossible is group of people. Even though Tom Cruise is basically the face of that, 
Mission Impossible is a group of people, not not one spy. I like but I, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give mm-hmm. it to you. I like Goldeneye better. All right, the next one's another 96, 97. Scream, and I know what you did last summer. Yeah. It was bo- both of them came out relatively <laughs> at the same time. It was the rebirth of the slasher film, definitely geared toward teens. Oh, yeah, definitely. I like Scream better. Me too, yeah. yeah. Not a big fan of it. I know what you did last now, summer. Now, last one, again, the Disney in me is getting me right here because... One of these came out in 05. The next one came out in 06. DreamWorks put out Madagascar. And Disney followed up with The Wild. And they're the same movie. I don't remember The Wild. Don't. It's bad. Madagascar, and I'm a Disney guy, but Madagascar is great. Madagascar is very funny. I didn't like Madagascar. Really? Ben Stiller, Chris Rock... Mm. David Schwimmer. Didn't like it. I didn't like it. I wasn't a fan. Jada Pinkett Smith. It tried too hard. It tried too hard. I think they're great. It tried too hard. The it was... penguins are hilarious, man. Well, they did get their own show, so... They deserved it. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't like... I Kowalski! Didn't like status report! Cute and cuddly, boys. Cute and cuddly. Smile and wave. <clears throat> so those are twin movies that I came up with. What do you got? You got I'm not, some twin I'm movies? Not as, I'm not as smart as you. So, well, and my, thank you. And my memory is definitely, definitely not as good as yours. So I had to look up on the internet when you were uh, spouting off yours. I found, a, found on the Wikipedia, you know, the go-to for knowledge if you want to go to college. Wikipedia has this uh, uh, article called Twin Films. And it's this... Huge list. There's a lot. There's Huge a lot. list. Like, well, like going all the way dating back to like, like we're talking like the 50s, I think, or something like that. Um, I would go back and look, but I don't want to lose my place in here. Do you remember the movie Carnosaur? I do. Came out the same year as Jurassic Park. Yes. Carnosaur, Came out the same year as Jurassic Park. They did. They're both novels. Yeah. They're both novels. Jurassic Park is so good. Carnosaur is so bad. They're both like genetically engineered, but Carnosaur was like a virus that like people got infected with, and like dino- they were like giving birth to dinosaurs. It was really fucking weird. <laughs> like if this was 1993, like now, Carnosaur would be a Sci-Fi Channel movie, whereas Jurassic Park is a blockbuster film. Right. Um. Did you ever see Little Big League? Yes, Little Big League. Came out uh, a year apart. I don't know how many months apart uh, specifically, but came out a year apart from Rookie of the Year. You know, that that's those another are, those one. Those are the same movies. Yeah. Same, same movies. Same movies. Um, Rookie of the Year was better. You remember Ed TV? Ed TV. You remember that? I vaguely remember that. I it's, don't really remember that one. It's very similar to this other movie that's I think is better, Truman Show. I love came the out, Truman Show. Came out almost came out like a year later. I love the Truman Show. Yeah. Um, trying. I'm I'm looking on here real quick. There's so many. There's like, aren't people original or is or is movie studio espionage? Okay, tell me, tell me if you agree with this. Tell me if you agree with this one. Um, if movie espionage, what? If, if movie espionage is like this big of a deal, like if Miramax. Catches or the Weinstein's. Catch I think that's wind. what it is. They catch wind that uh, 
Paramount is doing this film based on an alien who lands in Idaho, and they say, okay, ours is an interdimensional being that goes to Montana. Like, it's, it's you know what? I honestly, truly believe that's what it is. I'm pretty, like, they, they catch wind of something being filmed. Doing it. We gotta do our I got script. a script in here that's similar to that. Let's do that. Um, let, let me see what you think of this one. The Road to El Dorado. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it. The Emperor's New Groove. What do you think of that one? Is that a bit of a stretch? Because that's um, on the list, too. I see the similarities in it, both being animated, yeah. both taking place in uh, Mesoamerica. Yeah. But uh, different Came plots. Same year. Came out the same year. Same year, different plots. One, uh, Emperor's New Groove is Disney. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure what studio did Road to El Dorado. Probably. I have no idea either. Um, here's one that came out once again. A year apart from each other. I have no idea if maybe it was like the end of one year, the beginning of another year. No idea. Gone in 60 seconds. Okay. And your favorite movie. Your favorite movie franchise. The Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Too fast. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, my side mirrors flap like a fucking bird. Um, yeah. Um, gone in 60 seconds. Never forget. Never forget that he had to steal 60 cars. That's yeah. amazing. You got 59, so, I think. I think you missed it. So I watched yeah. that movie in a long time. But both about both about cars and nice cars. I liked and... Gone in Sixties because it's a Nick Cage. How do oh, you yeah. fucking beat Nick Cage? How great is Nick Cage? Like he's... he's he's a ridiculous individual who has like the most crazy like acting style. The but dude's it a works, chameleon. But it works for him. The dude is a chameleon. He can do anything, anything. And I hate Fast and Furious, <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Gone in Sixty Seconds. I Obviously. think Fast and Furious sucks. Um, 2002, Stealing Harvard and Orange County. I like both those movies. Very, very similar movies. Like One had Tom Green and one had Jack Black. Yeah. Two lovable idiots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, here's another one. Um, once again, year apart. Don't know how many months. You know, it could have been uh, close together. Finding Nemo and Sharp Tail. Okay. Yeah. That, that's another one right there. I prefer Finding Nemo. I do, too. I, I'm. Uh, did you see Finding Dory? Yeah, I own it, dude. Look, you're talking to. I mean, yeah, but I mean, still, I, I don't know about that. Finding Dory is okay. Yeah, it was alright. It was like they forced, Finding Nemo was. Much they kind of forced it. They yeah. kind of forced it. Finding um, Nemo was much better. Here's one, 2010, Despicable Me and Megamind. Did you ever see Megamind? I've never seen Megamind, but Steve Carell, right? Yeah, Steve Carell's Despicable Me. Um, both about bad guys turning is good. Is it Will Ferrell Megamind? Yeah, Will Ferrell Megamind. Okay. Both about bad guys turning good in a Atlantis animated comedy. One's more spy oriented, the other one's more superhero, supervillain oriented, okay. but very, very similar in plots. It's the same movie. Megamind's, it's not great, but it's it's an okay watch. It's, it's a good watch. You like the Spickle Me more? Yeah, I do. I'm, I I love Steve Crow. I love I, Will Ferrell, but I... I like both those guys. They're, they're great. I feel like the Minions are so overrated. Oh, yeah. They're terrible. They're They're horrible. really awful, they're and just... kids love them. And I get it. They're the comedic relief for an animated film, but the story itself was good. Like I like that movie, but I don't like the Minions as much as everybody else in the world does. See, this is the problem. With this list, though, there's a couple movies like, all right, here's one. There's Jobs and then there's Steve Jobs. Both of our about Steve Jobs, but they're two years apart, so they don't belong really on the list. But no, I feel like that's okay. 
I don't know if I'd call them twin movies because they're two years apart. But it was like, why did we? Which one came out first? I don't even remember. Uh, Jobs. Okay. Twenty thirteen. One of them was Ashton Kutcher. The other one was Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender was Steve Jobs. I know. Yeah, it was Steve I, Jobs. See, I don't even remember which one's Because which. I know Michael Fassbender was the later one. It was the one that came out the most recently. So Did we need another one? I think the Steve Jobs one was better from what I... I have never watched them all, but I did want to see Steve Jobs. But I think that one was better because it was more realistic. And it kind of painted him in like what he really was as opposed to like, let's just suck his dick and you know say he's the greatest man in the world. Kind of thing. I don't know. I didn't see Jobs either with Ashton Kutcher, but that's because it's Ashton Kutcher. So yeah. why would I see it? So, um, Pacific Rim and Godzilla, they came out both about giant monsters and all that stuff. You know, I mean, one had robots, obviously, and it was. I really liked Pacific Rim. When are we getting a sequel? They're working on it. It's it's happening. It is happening. Guillermo del Toro's doing it. I don't remember because he's great. It is happening though. Like the, the new Pacific Rim is going to happen. It's going to be just as ridiculous as the other one, but it's still going to be great. I felt like it should have been called Power Rangers. Go go Power Rangers! <laughs> well, we're been. getting that movie. Now, I know we're so getting that now. We're getting it, and, and I think I... that should have been called Breakfast Club. So <laughs> the new Power Rangers trailer does it looks entertaining. It's not good, but it's entertaining, is what I'm going to say. Um. Here's the obvious one in 2014, Hercules and the Legend of Hercules. Both which, movies that came out about Hercules. Which one had Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I think that uh, that was the Legend of Hercules. Who was in the? Who was the other one? He was a no name. A no name. Uh, I don't know if I don't know him from anything else. So, that's the obvious one. And then we're getting to the other ones like Zootopia and Sing. Came out in 2016. I loved Zootopia. <laughs> Basically, I, you didn't like it. I loved Zootopia. I haven't I seen. Wasn't Sing. a fan. I thought so. it was great. A good buddy cop film. Just, ah, oh, man. I love Jennifer Goodwin, too. And, and here's the last one on this list. Batman v Superman and Captain America Civil War. No. Would you, would no, you say? No, they're not twin movies. No, they're not. That's what I'm I mean, saying. Like you can't blame that. You can't blame the comic book movie craze. I mean, they're two completely different characters. From two completely different comic books. That's why I'm saying this yeah. list is has hidden misses. Again, it's Wikipedia, Adam. You were being facetious when you were sucking off Wikipedia. They, I love Wikipedia. You do? I, lo- I do love Wikipedia. you got to take it with a grain of salt. You do, but I still love it. This list all goes all the way back to like 1938. That's a That's long time. That's how far what back. What was 1938? This... Let's see if I've seen these films. Gone with the Wind. Oh, yeah. In 1939. Yeah, so, absolutely. It's great, great movie. Um, and a movie called Jezebel. Jezebel, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Yeah, so that's what it goes all the way back to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's the end of that's the end of that list. Wow. But if you want to check out all those movies, Twin Films on Wikipedia. That's all you gotta do. Twin Films Wikipedia. Did we forget any? Do you guys remember? Like, oh God, what about? I forgot these ones. Movies <clears throat> that came out the same year or a year apart that were. For all intensive purposes, the same effing film. I mean... 1979, Nosferatu and Dracula came out. Both came out in the same year. So that's that's another one. Yeah. Nosferatu's great. Nosferatu. That's a great movie. Terrifying. That's how vampires are. 
They don't twinkle in the sunlight. They're not <clears throat> sexy. They're terrifying, horrific, immortal monsters. Monsters, yes. That's what they are. They're monsters. No, they, is awesome. They cut your throat and drink all the blood that flows out. That's what I they do. I thought Nosferatu was really, really old. It is. That was a black... You said 79. That's what it said. Maybe they, like, re-released it. I feel like it was, like, a silent picture. Like, black and white. I never actually saw Nosferatu. He had fangs. They weren't, like, how vampires have the fangs. They were, like, his front two incisors. They were, like... Yeah. Rabbits. More like rabbits. Yeah. Crazy looking. I'm looking... <coughs> Nosferatu... It might have been a different Nosferatu then, because this one is 1929. That's so the, the one, one I'm, I'm thinking of. The one that I'm talking about, it's either a re-release or it is a completely different movie. Okay. Maybe it's a reboot or so a remake. So, it could be that. Because I the, the Nosferatu I know is from 29, and that is a great movie. All right. So... Good job, Adam. Good job with that. Um, let's give a shout out to the beer of the show, which was the Snake Hips from the Brutus Brewery in beautiful downtown Sharon, Pennsylvania. We've been sipping on a growler, doing a good job with that. Thank you guys over at Brutus for the beer of the show. Um, if you guys want to get a hold of us, there's so many different ways you can do that. You can find us on social media, on Facebook. Search for For Your Distraction. Give us a like on there. We post link to all, links to all of our newest shows, and we put funny clips and photos on there. Or you can follow us on Twitter. Again, search for For Your Distraction on there. You can tweet us at PodcastFYD. Um, we are on iTunes. So you can find us on iTunes by searching for your distraction on your Apple device. Um, you can rate us, give us a little review, listen to all of our shows on there. We are also on SoundCloud. It's another fun way you can listen to us. So you can download the free SoundCloud app, subscribe to us on there. Uh, we are also a member of the Be Real Podcast Network. That's B-R-E-E-L. Be Real. You can go to BeRealNetwork.com. You can listen to us on there. They post our shows on there. It's a really, really great site. There's a whole bunch of other good shows on there. They do they do some really awesome work. Definitely. You can send us an email the old-fashioned way to ForYourDistraction at gmail.com. Let us know. Do you think who would win in a fight? A shark? Or an alligator. What if it was like a bull shark, but it was like a really fucking pissed off alligator, Adam? Well, listen, all right. How agile is a shark in the water versus how agile is a crocodile in the water? Like, crocodile, the, the way they hunt is they lay in wait as they float in the water. And then when some ambush predators, yeah, they, yes. thank you, Steve Irwin. The sharks day. are hunters, okay? They go after the prey. They don't. They don't ambush the prey. They see the prey like, you, I'm going to eat you. And they go after him. Adam, don't hate the player. Hate the game, okay? Gators and crocs got to do what they got to do. They do. And I'm fine with that. But, like, what's what's a croc going to do against a shark? Like, lay in wait and, you know, wait for the shark to come across them while a shark's looking and be like, I see you. You're, you're not, you're not if, hitting that well. I see if you. If the croc 
gets the shark in its jaws, it is going to death roll the fuck out of that fish. And <laughs> it's gonna death roll the shark. It is. It is, dude. And it will win. But uh, getting to that point, right? It might be a challenge. Uh, I don't know. Has this has this been tackled? Like, is is there a YouTube video we can watch of a fight? I'm gonna look it up I right mean, now. We'll get back to you folks on that one, but who do you think would win? A crocodile or a shark? Maybe we have to be more specific and pick a breed. There's so many sharks out there. There is. I'm going great white. That's what I'm going. Great white? Right? <sighs> okay. All right. Well, like Jaws. Like motherfucking Jaws. I think a great white would win. You think a great white? I think a great white would win. Absolutely. But hey, it'd be fun to watch. Would it though? I mean... Yes, it would. <laughs>